Welcome everybody to the BC Real Estate Podcast, episode number three. It's Ricky J with Jeff Chata of JC Homes. How's it going, Jeff? Hey, Rick. Sorry, I just put my phone on vibe because I know last time you were getting upset with me that my phone kept on ringing. Yeah, so, sorry. <laughs> so vibe now. I had the same issue actually earlier. Uh, thanks for that. <laughs> no, yeah. Rick. So how have things been going? Uh, it's busy. It's busy, Rick. Uh, I know we're, we want to actually shoot more videos and talk to more people, but it, it's just, just so busy right now that we don't have time. Right, but, but we still want to get our videos and our content out there. So of course, we'll try hard to get these out. Yes, all for you guys, and make sure you guys hit up that thumbs up button. It helps out the algorithm and our videos, so we can be delivering these weekly videos for you guys. And I wanted to touch on the subject about you know first-time home buyers and some of the common mistakes that they make, or even just some advice for them, possibly. You know, okay, and so, your views. So, so I mean, the most common mistake is is. Uh, not calling me. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, well, Rick, I mean, there, there, there's a lot to talk about with that, right? Um, Perfect. This market is very unprecedented, and it's very hard for first-time home buyers in this market. Let alone just buyers in general, right? Yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll, I'll try to touch as as many parts of the uh, conversation as I can, uh, but. And I'm going to say this in no particular order, right? So it's not that the first thing I say is more important than the last thing. Okay. They're all equally important. Yeah. Um, one of the things that, oh, we're sticking with first-time homebuyers. So one of the things that first-time homebuyers unfortunately often don't do, and it's not really their fault. It's just sometimes they're just overly excited. Um, and they're seeing what's happening in the market, and they just go full steam ahead. Um, so this... This is about every market, not just the speedy market that we're in right now. So a, a common mistake that first-time homebuyers do is they don't plan and they don't talk to a mortgage broker or a consultant or an advisor. They 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 assume, and you know that old saying, Rick, about a, you know assumptions are assuming you make an ass out of me and you. Of course, of course. <laughs> it, it's really relevant. They 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 don't talk to. A mortgage professional. Now we are going to be talking to a mortgage professional in our other shows. Yep. So definitely, um, we will be giving a few tips when we have these mortgage professionals here. Mm-hmm. So I won't touch too much about that. Yeah. Yep. But talking to a mortgage advisor is is it's very very important before you start looking. Uh, that's one of the things we always a lot of realtors will ask that have you got a pre approval done. You know, so the whole pre-approval process is very, very important. It, it just sets the standard of, of knowing what you're going to buy. Of course. Right? I mean, it's like walking into a, a store that's all with, oh, you know, a China store, a China store or whatever they call it, right? Yeah. And, but you're, you're, you're blindfolded and you'll be tearing down, ripping down everything and breaking everything. Yeah, of course. So it's almost on the same kind of thing. When you don't know your numbers and you're going in the market and you're trying to buy something, you know, you don't know what's happening. You don't know what you're approved for. You're assuming you're approved for this, but everything changes. Mm-hmm. So it's good to just to know what you're gonna do. It's not a small purchase. It's huge, right? Of course, right? especially finances wise as well. Like things can change very quickly. Like look at COVID, for example. Nobody saw that coming, right? Really, yeah. well, some yeah. small percentage might have saw it coming, to some extent. But you know, anything can happen tomorrow, right? So you just want to be as prepared as you possibly can be, especially when making your home purchase. It's a huge purchase. Right? Well, it is. I mean, I mean, I mean. I mean, I know this is a real estate podcast yeah, channel, yeah. but in life in general, you want to be prepared, for, especially when you're spending this much amount of money, this much amount of time and effort. You want to prepare yourself. Um, so the other the other problem that that relates very close to what I was just talking about is 
staying within your limits, right? And this also applies to today's market that's, uh, well, here in British Columbia, especially the lower mainland, that's uh, going crazy. Vancouver, Burnaby, Richmond, sorry. I mean, it's going crazy everywhere. We just sold a property in Harrison not too long ago, and no one thought that it would go to those numbers. Sold it in a week, and it was crazy. Now, Insane. now I'm going to say this, Rick. Yep. We are in my office right now, so mm -hmm. people might be hearing background noises. That's how excited other realtors here are. Lots of action. Because everything's it. happening, <laughs> but we still want to take the time out to talk. Of course, of course. So, uh, to get back to the point about buying what you can afford, staying within your limit. It's very easy in, in today's market or in any market to say that, okay, my limit is 700000 Now, when you're sitting there and you're negotiating, the seller comes back to you and says, okay, we're at 710. Now you're saying, okay, I can come up another 5,000. Yep. Right? So you now you came up over your budget. Now it's okay here and there, but it's going to go back to the first thing I said is talking to your mortgage broker to find out what your numbers are because it's so easy to keep jumping up in small increments. Okay, 5,000 here and then another 5,000 and then another 5,000. Now when you're doing the negotiation and it's on paper, you see 705. Okay, 710. Okay, 710. It's not too much more. Okay, 750. But you're only going for five increments. Yeah, yeah. But if it's 700 and you and the other counter is 750, then you're thinking about it. But if you keep going in small increments, right, you won't notice it. And that's sometimes where the problems happen, right? So it's knowing what you can afford, right, and, and staying within that range. Uh, it, it's, it happens all the time, right? Affordability um, is key. <laughs> it is. And, and it, believe it or not, it saves a whole lot of stress for all parties involved just by talking beforehand, mm -hmm. right? It saves a whole lot of trouble. You'll actually be in a strong advantage going into offers because you'll know your numbers, right? You're not going to say, okay, I'm going to need a, a two-week subject of finance, and then you find out you can't get it. And I, I often tell people, Rick, about this. This mm -hmm. is one of the stories I tell my clients is how would you feel if you go to a car dealership and I'm here showing you this beautiful Ferrari. It's like, yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. Look at this. You can picture yourself driving and you, you're now picturing yourself driving. You can actually see this thing parked in your driveway. So and I'm like, Vision. I tell you, go wait out in front. Yeah. Right. I go to the back. I go grab the car. And the problem is when I come to the front to drop off the car, I'm not dropping off a Ferrari, I'm dropping off a Honda Civic. <laughs> now you got used to this Ferrari, yeah. but unfortunately, you're, you can only afford that Honda Civic. Now it's a nice Honda Civic, fully loaded Lo to the T, it's, it's beautiful. And Lime. in fact, if I didn't show you that Ferrari, you probably would have went for it. But because you now pictured yourself in that Ferrari, saw yourself driving, that Honda doesn't compare. So we always tell my clients, don't put yourself in that situation. Right, where, where you're looking at something here and all of a sudden nothing looks good to you anymore, right? And you're only hurting yourself, right? So it's very important to know your ranges. Um, and then the next thing after that, and, and all these uh, mistakes and tips, they, they kind of correlate together, Rick. Right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Now this one might sound odd because of today's market, but mm -hmm. today's market is not always gonna last. It's not always gonna be there. So this one might sound a little bit odd, but moving too fast is sometimes a, a very big problem for first-time home buyers. 
Of course. Right? Um, they don't get the knowledge. They don't get the information. They're just so anxious to get in there. Maybe their friends or their family's bought. And, you know, they might have their mom and dad saying, oh, well, you know, uh, Timmy just bought uh, yesterday. Or, you know, uh, Sarah bought a uh, property. Um, you know, Jeevan got something last week. The Why fear of missing out, right? Yeah, that's Thank real. You, Rick. Yeah, it is real. It, it, it's so, and then it, it, it gets amplified even more when you're having outside factors telling you what's going on. So now you, you, you're getting all amped up here. And like, well, maybe I should go jump in too. Maybe I should jump in too. And now you're so anxious. That's how I lost money right? in the stock market. <laughs> well, you still got to teach me the stock. I don't know yeah. what stocks. Right? Yeah, well, we're getting better. But the market's kind of doing Well, maybe we'll, we'll switch it around and we do you a video for stocks. We might, we right? might keep, keep listening, guys. But, but yeah. even this ties into the other topics too, right? Mm-hmm. They, they move in so fast. They don't get pre-approved. They don't know their budget range. They sometimes over end up spending. Now, this might be good for sellers. They have a bar like this. But we're talking about buyers here. Mm-hmm. Right. So planning is, 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 if anything, the whole underlying message out of everything that we're going to talk about is planning. So when you're moving too fast, you're not planning. You haven't done your steps properly, and you might, might end up buying a lemon. You might buy a property that has too many problems. Property might have a grow up, and we will talk about grow up properties later on in another oh, episode. Yeah. But you, there might be issues. Mm-hmm. Um, Even just sharing a, a personal story, real quick, uh, about moving too fast. Uh, earlier two thousands. I was born and raised in Quinnell, British Columbia, and we moved out here in the early 2000s. Did not know much about property or purchasing a property at all, right? So we ended up purchasing our home and then later on finding out all these problems. Like a lot of the electrical was on one breaker and, you know, there was basically the builder who had built our house and neighboring properties did not the greatest job and they cheaped out on a lot of materials honestly right like that's and and i talked to my neighbors and i talked to some of my friends in the areas we have similar homes right all the same issues like almost identical and so you know it's because we didn't do our due diligence and did not know too much and we're moving too fast because we were also in a rush at that point like we're like okay we got to move and we got to act fast because you can't waste time in this market either you know especially in this type of market yeah. but in general yeah like, no, and, you know? and, and you, you, your your personal experience uh, will resonate with a lot of people um, so i mean we're going to touch on those kind of topics yeah. later on yeah, and how to choose your agent as well it's a, it's a very big topic that we're going to talk about um, the underlying message on that video is going to be how to choose your agent as well. You, you just call me, mm-hmm. but, <laughs> but, exactly. but let's get back to the topic. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Of course, of course. Um, the, the, the next thing that I would probably say, um, from those three would, when you're buying a property is try not to drain your savings. Right. Um, Knowing, and this is all going to tie into talking to your mortgage broker or your financial advisor. They should be all giving you these kind of tips too. Yeah, of course. Right? Uh, knowing how to put your down payment down, knowing how much money to put down, knowing what uh, other kind of costs it could be, right? So not, uh, not not depleting your whole savings. There's some things that happen in life. Well, right now we have COVID, right? And and of people course. lost. Some people got laid off. Um, people, jobs, hours got cut. There's a whole lot of things that happen. Emergencies, you know, just for myself, when uh, COVID was happening last year, my parents were trapped in India for the longest time and we couldn't bring them back. So the cost to even bring them back, they own those private planes are so expensive. So there's so many things here that sometimes you need extra money for and if you deplete all your money into your home purchase, Mm -hmm. then there's a lot of things that can happen. If you don't have the money, then how are you going to pay your mortgage? Yeah, you need a backup plan for sure too, right? (laughs) So, and that's going to roll right into my next point here. Depending on what you're buying, um, 
some first-time home buyers are not going to reach that million-dollar mark. You know, they're going to stay um, under the million. So it could be you know, three, four, five, six hundred, eight hundred thousand, but underneath that million. Now, oftentimes people or buyers first time think they need twenty percent down. That's sometimes not the case, but there are advantages of going twenty percent down, and there's advantages sometimes of not. It, it all depends, and and you need to know what you're buying. Once again, goes right back into the planning stage, right? Right now we have. Um, a program where if you buy a brand new property under 750000 you save on the property transfer tax, just like a first-time home buyer does when yeah. they're buying a property underneath that 525 part. Up to 500, you get the uh, first-time home buyer's um, grant um, exempt. Oh, yeah. Up to 525, where it's now broken down. But again, we'll talk about that later. But knowing how much to put down. So sometimes a lot of people think that they have to put 20% down, and that's why they haven't even walked into the market now those same clients we had a client last year actually no sorry this is two years ago was just in the same scenario that they didn't want to put less than 20 percent down now i was pleading with them on this in the market you don't know what's going to happen you're comfortable now and we can always change your uh the amount of down payment later on you can talk to your financials you can dump in annually every year a certain amount mm -hmm. but we're getting this at a good deal right now let's not jump you can go 15 percent down go 15 you go five percent down we might be able to get it five you might go ten percent just get into the market they didn't listen and now they're calling and saying jeff we're out of the market we can't buy anything and I told them, like, well, didn't you kind of wish you went under then? So sometimes you don't need the full 20% down. Mm -hmm. right? So um, that, once again, goes right back into planning. And I'm saying planning because that's how important planning is, Rick. Oh, yeah. Right? I've seen it with even some friends of mine where they've actually sold their, in the past, they've actually sold their property but didn't look ahead forward. And then, especially right now, there's people are running to that problem right now where they sell and they can't, they yeah, don't have a and Especially <laughs> in escalating markets like this when uh, prices are going up every day almost. All the way you up. sell today and you didn't have a plan for tomorrow, then what are you going to do? Exactly. Um, planning, super important. Now, let's just say that you're getting your home and, and you're finalizing. Another mistake that often happens is not understanding um, or miscalculating, I should say, the hidden cost of home ownership. Now, experienced home buyers, they don't usually have this, but the first time, sometimes, you know, they, they might have come from renting or they come from their parents' place or somewhere, mm -hmm. and they're now into home ownership. So some of the um, financials where they don't think about is, you know, your basic hydro, electricity, a very common one, actually, Rick, and this is, you're going to find this very, very funny and weird, and it's like, really, is uh, grocery expense. Oh, Yeah. Uh, oftentimes, when, when, when first home buyers <laughs> buy a property, they're not thinking about their cost of just standard living. They're not thinking about their cell phone payment. They're not thinking about their car payment. They're not thinking about groceries. They're not even thinking about clothing. They're not thinking about even their miscellaneous outing expense. Not to mention the gas prices. We need to take a loan out just to get a tank of gas. Well, it's going to happen with <laughs> numbers. It's going right? so, so they don't think about these small things. Now, yeah. these things all add up. Now, when you're getting your mortgage, and let's just—I'm just going to use a round number here—and let's just say your mortgage is twenty-five hundred dollars a month. You know, we sit down with our first-time home buyers, and we tell—we actually go through the calculations, and we say, okay, well, this mortgage is going to be twenty-five hundred a month, and this is the number given for your mortgage broker. That's great. Mm -hmm. um, how much do you? I mean, do you not plan to eat? <laughs> and they're like, what? I'm like, well, you know, this is twenty-five hundred, and I see your income here is three thousand. So five hundred dollars, or yeah, twenty five hundred. Let's say twenty five hundred for the mortgage payment, and now five hundred dollars um, a month 
Is that enough for you to survive? Is that enough for your groceries, your cell phone, your car, everything, your standard your standard living? Is that enough for you? Any emergency pop up? Exactly. You, you want some savings. Yeah. You know, you get twenty five hundred, three thousand is your is your income yeah. month. Twenty five goes to your mortgage. You got five hundred left. Now if you're spending all five hundred on food, groceries, and you have nothing on savings, then you know, you're literally living paycheck to paycheck. So understanding the numbers yeah. is, is, is really important. Understanding the hidden costs. You know, right when you buy a property, you, you, you have to either get a notary or a lawyer which are to do help with your closing costs. Depending on what type of property you buy, there might be property transfer t- uh, tax. Mm-hmm. Um, there could be set up uh, costs, moving uh, expenses one. Sometimes there's appraisal costs depending on your mortgage. Um, just moving into the property, buying new furniture. Right, um, maybe you have some money set aside for a renovation. Maybe there, there's a, you moved in; it's an older home, and plumbing breaks down, and you have a leak. But you have no money to pay for that. Now what? Right. So there's these hidden costs sometimes that you really, really like. How you said before, right? Uh, save some money for a rainy day type of thing. It's really, really important, right? Even, even also, sorry, just to touch on it. Like, if someone was selling a home, in some cases, let's say if they're trying to do some. Uh, repairs on their place before they sell it in most cases people are probably trying to keep that cost down right to trying to keep the minimum cost down and sometimes that might not last a long time in some cases where you might run into that same problem where you need to repair right away after purchasing yeah right? there's been st- as, uh, stories rick where we've yeah, seen yeah. some homes where <laughs> you know you can tell it was a bandage patch up job yeah right and uh but once again the and this is going to roll into my next points afterwards mm-hmm. the buyers went too fast you know didn't do an inspection and they bought it and actually it was a nightmare yeah and that that will be a separate episode as well somebody had asked a couple of people had asked me about that about um inspecting a home prior to purchasing mm-hmm. um Super, super important, I think. What is? I mean... <laughs> a lot of people overlook it, though. Well, I, I, I use this analogy a lot, the hotel analogy. You know, some people, you know, they before booking a hotel room, you look at reviews of the uh, resort, or you look at reviews of the hotel, you look at the room, or sometimes when people are even at the hotel, they go, can we see the room first before we buy it? Or mm-hmm. before we uh, book it for the night? Yeah, yeah. So that's just one night, and you might be spending $100 or $200 for that room for that one night, but you're doing an inspection, right? So you're just buying something for five hundred to a million dollars, and you don't think you need an inspection, but you inspected a room for two hundred dollars. So true. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I mean, but now, I mean, to to now this kind of rolls in a little bit to the mortgage aspect. So I'm not going to touch too much on it. Yeah. Uh, we'll let the mortgage broker talk about this, but yeah. it involves about it involves gift money. Okay. Okay. Right? Yeah. Money that is, you know, literally, as it sounds, money coming from others as a gift. So uh, some some buyers don't know how to line that up. They don't talk to their mortgage broker fast enough and they don't know the process of how to actually get that money from mom and dad and, and actually be able to use that as part of my down payment. Mm-hmm. Now, and when you're moving in a fast market today, you need to have all those things lined up, right? Because what happens is maybe the mortgage broker or the bank wants the money in your account for 90 days and they need to do verify, but you ha- you put an offer on this property and you did a closing in one month. Mm-hmm. Now what? Now how, how are you gonna prove that money? I mean, I'm not a mortgage broker, yeah. so I don't know the inside tips or tricks, or if there is one. All I can tell you it's it's is to plan. If you are getting money from mom, dad, uncle, or inheritance or something, mm-hmm. then disclose to your financial advisor. Let them know where it's, everything's coming, and start making these processes. Right? That that's very very important, Rick, especially for some home buyers. Of course, of right? course. Um, now before making this video way way too long, too long because I. 
do have to work I as well. So because sorry. if I don't, <laughs> no, 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 sorry. <laughs> if I, because if I don't work, I can't make more videos. Yeah, right? We're trying to but, make it quick. Um, I think this is a very, very important part. Um, not only in today's market again, but any market. A very big mistake that not only first-time home buyers make, but it's often mostly first-time home buyers, but any buyer in general is having too much emotions oh, involved. Of course. Right? Uh, and, and Rick, uh, it's, when I say emotions, it's not just women <laughs> out there. You know, you know, it's very emotional for men too. Of course, right? It, home buying is a very, very stressful, and well, it's also an exciting moment, but also very stressful. And especially sure. in something like today's market, where things are just going like this, it's very easy to get frustrated. Very easy to be like, okay, well, that neighbor property's on sale too. Okay, well, you know what? Let's just offer them two hundred thousand more. I, you know, I just want it. We lost out there. We lost out there. It's kind of like when people play poker, and um, they're on tilt. Yeah. Right. So buying on emotions, it, it can be very, very uh, expensive. Right. Um, sometimes you overlook a few things. Sometimes you might overlook your own finances. You might overlook your own situation at home, right? Because you're just wrapped up. Now you, you, you lost on three other deals, and now you're you're like, okay, forget it. Either I'm done with this real estate market, or you know what, the next one I'm gonna buy no matter what. Um, a you gotta lot keep of, trying though, right? <laughs> well, yeah, it, it, it goes back the same way, Rick. I, I'm gonna say this little every video I always talk about yep. is planning. Right? You don't be in this industry this long without knowing a few things. And the number one thing, if anything, I'd say it's all about planning, Rick. Planning, timing right? in the market. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and uh, I know in episode number one, um, we had mentioned about the timing in the marketing market, and we just kind of touched on it. But then, literally, fast forward to two weeks after that, we're in Newton after that uh, showing, oh, yeah, yeah. and we ran into a nice gentleman in the area, and he was building a gorgeous home. Um, and he just came out and started talking to us about the, oh, the house, right? right? Yeah, yes, yes, yeah. Yes, yes. And uh, you know, unfortunately for him. He was talking about a previous property that he'd sold uh, literally about maybe about three months ago, November, actually, sorry, November, December time. And he had lost out on a potential couple hundred thousand dollars because he had sold too early. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was, you know, said he was somehow pressured into some kind of selling it or he had to sell for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, but that sort of thing, like even hanging on to a property for two or three months can make such a big difference of like that large, substantial amount of money yeah, is a lot. And, and everybody has different financial backgrounds of what's happening in their lives. You know, sometimes someone had to sell at that point in time, which is, you know, understandable. Sometimes some people have more financial backing that they can hold, right? So everybody has their own reasons. But whatever your reasons are, right, it's best not to be hasty in your emotional decisions when it comes to finances, right? I mean, you could luck out and do something great with it, but oftentimes you might not, and you could end up losing a lot. So this is where sometimes we, I've had clients, or well, actually not my clients, where I've represented the seller, and a buyer has come in, very, very anxious, saying, well, I don't need an agent. I want to buy now. I want to buy now. And, you know, <laughs> they are not looking at the strategy. They're not looking at anything and just right in blind. Unfortunately, those buyers end up getting hit with a thirty dollars to $45,000 special levy because they just didn't take the time. They didn't talk to their own agent. Their realtor, actually, I won't mention any names. Yeah. Their realtor never even came to the showing, didn't even look at the property, um, called me and said, oh, we're writing an offer, didn't ask for any documentation, but they called me after the deal completed and said, oh, what's the special levy of 30000 And I'm <laughs> like, well, if you, had, if you had read the paperwork and if you have done your job diligently, then your client wouldn't be in the situation. Unfortunately, your client rushed a lot and I didn't know you were involved, right? I got you involved when um, you called me, 
but you yourself didn't take the time and your client rushed it and unfortunately your client's in a position that might be tough for them unfortunately but this wouldn't have happened if they planned and didn't go so hard on it right now in certain markets you have to but if you are experienced enough to do it then great if you're a first-time home buyer why the hell are you rushing so much like this it's a <laughs> lot of money these people who've made m- lots of money in real estate you know they as you said timing was a factor planning was a factor right and they got luck and, you know luck has a, a, a fact to it as well mm-hmm. but they knew what they were doing a lot of first-time home buyers their first purchase can actually make or break them right? and, and it is imp- impossible to get the perfect timing in the market right no, like you not, can't it's, not, it's, it's Timing in the market is really, really key, Ricky. I mean, uh, but there's, there's there's always deals out there. There's always someone that wants to buy. There's always one someone to sell. Everybody has a different financial situation. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. The person who, you can have three houses all side by side, Rick. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, the guy in the middle, he's very financially uh, well off mm-hmm. and he doesn't need to sell today. Yeah. The guy to the right, he just lost his job. And the guy to the left, he just got a promotion. Right, from the middle house. Mm-hmm. Now, the guy who's got a promotion, he doesn't need to sell either. So he's like, oh, I don't care. The guy in the middle, he wants to sell, but he's financially wealthy. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, I'm going to wait for my price. Yeah. Now, the guy on the right who lost his job, unfortunately, mm-hmm. needs to sell. Right? Now, the, let's just say the guy in the middle, he's happy with a million dollars. The guy on the left, he wants 1.2. Now, the guy on the right who lost his job, the property's probably worth about a million, but he might take 950 just because he needs, he needs the money. Yeah, he's in a rush. Right? So everybody's situation is different, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there, there's there's a lot to talk about that. But to get back to the, the last point I was saying here uh, is buying with emotions, right? And uh, there's, 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 without me going over and over and over and over and over again with this, right? It's, it's about planning. You know, emotions is great. It, it, it's natural to have emotions. I'm not saying to be a stone wall or be heartless, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> oh, of course not. But what I'm saying is it's don't don't rush it don't get so anxious where you're overlooking a few things you know take your time know what you want to do this is a big decision right it's not something you just buy now and return later right it's not costco yeah right? <laughs> <laughs> and costco i want to plug for that by the way yeah. no uh, <laughs> they have some of the best return policies there is <laughs> but you, know, it, it, you can't just return it so yeah i would say that that's a very big thing now um there, there's a lot more uh mistakes and pitfalls and tips that we can talk about but then it just get really boring and yeah, long video. and long and i got work to do yeah of course but of course Rick, yeah. you are gonna because one thing i love and, and and i'm not a youtuber i don't know many things about this uh what i do like is that i have got calls and text messages from people i've never talked to asking questions and they have their own realtors which is fine i have no problem with that but you know if you want an answer and unfortunately if you haven't got it from your agent there's not no reason for you not to find out yourself and I don't mind uh, giving you an answer to the best of my capability so if um, you can put uh, the phone number or wherever here there or all that kind of stuff right then I have <laughs> no problem yeah, calling sure. Pete of course right? um, and I'd always love to talk about different topics if, if anyone out there has a topic that you don't want us to talk about right then I'll love to talk about it. You know, either shoot us a message, email, or whatever. Comment section. Thank you guys for, we had a couple comments in there, and we're uh, answering them the best we can as they've been coming along. And, you know, those are some topics that, you know, I guess people want, so we're going to be doing those, (laughs) right, eventually. You know, there's so many topics and videos we got coming for you guys on a weekly basis. That's why it's really important that you subscribe 
and comment and hit that thumbs up bell if you guys are liking the content you know and and one thing i would really really love i know we're shooting in my office here and it's not the we don't have that green screen or anything <laughs> fancy but this is this is really not about uh, over video production it's really about the content and, and getting the information out there i love what i do i have fun with it right real estate doesn't always have to be so stressful uh, i just picked up a, a listing yesterday and unfortunately the agent that they had before i don't want to say the word trick them but put him into a long listing and they didn't know what was going on it became very very stressful for them uh and then you have someone like me that walks in there um i, I have jokes but i'm very serious about real estate as well right so went to the family and told them well this is how i operate you know it's this we gotta do this we gotta do this we gotta do this but let's have fun doing it Right? Let's not be stressed because if we if you start off on a negativity and we start off with negative emotions, the whole process is going to be that way. So we will be talking about that too, about being mentally prepared for the buy or the sale and how to actually do that too. Perfect. Right. So Rick, I'm going to close this off, but um, I guess you're going to do all that kind of button thing, like or whatever that is. Yeah, right? the like, comment, subscribe. You guys know the deal. Also, the new JC Holmes hoodies, guys. Here we go. We got two options. We got zip up, <laughs> which I've noticed 30 and above like the zip up and 30 and under <laughs> like the hoodies. I just don't know why, but. Gym wear. <laughs> Wherever. <laughs> Wherever you are. But we'll be giving away at least one a month in the comment section. So please make sure you guys comment. You have to comment to enter in that draw basically but we'll be randomly picking a winner winner one winner a month <laughs> well and, and right. it's not just it's easy it's, it's, you got the sleeve here then we got do got the back oh yeah right there you here go. There you right, go. so they're great for the gym <laughs> right a little bit of, see they're not cocky they're confident difference right? big difference guys. but with that being said right. rick uh anything else we want to talk about here uh that'd be about it and uh we will be uploading this on spotify and apple itunes coming up to all your major platforms streaming platforms online very soon in the next couple of weeks and yeah that's pretty much about it that sums up our last episode right now episode number three of the bc real estate podcast jc holmes jeff chata ricky j we're out see you guys later next week